Bachelor Party and X Files podcast. I'm Julia. I'm Erin. And today we are going over season seven, episode 14, called Thief. Very spooky. I like half remember watching it, but a lot of it, I definitely don't remember. I don't think I I remember this. I think anything I do remember is from, like, one of the early episodes where that guy got thrown into the shower by, like, the ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, because this one was, I'm taking one of these out. I, like, can't function if I can't hear myself, which sounds really, um, um, what word am I looking for? Bad. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I think that was the word that you were looking for. Bad. (laughs) We're doing so good. We are. We are. I mean, we do have a lot of new people. Oh, yes. Welcome. We are. Yeah. Yeah, we're professional podcasters, obviously. I mean, look at our setup. (laughs) Look at how professional we are. I am wearing a air traffic controller microphone. And yeah. Julia is using our actual mics, so she looks professional. Professional queen. Mm. I did Love start it. ordering things to set up a Twitch channel. Ooh. I know. Gamer girl. Oh, yeah. I'm not like other girls. I'm cooler. Yeah, I have a Twitch. I, <laughs> I will cry on stream. The minute oh, I start playing The Last of Us for the fiftieth time because I can't <laughs> my emotions. <laughs> I love it. I love that for you. Uh, I mean, I'm already playing. Might as well share. Apparently, it's entertaining to the few people that have watched me play video games my entire life. So why not? I but think it's great. Should we get into this? Yeah, let's go. So we start today in Marin County, County, California, and yep. um, a family is like coming home after an award ceremony. It's like a doctor and his wife and daughter. And then uh, is it his dad? I think it's his father-in-law. So I believe it's the wife's dad. Okay. That's what I thought, but they're like oddly close and like. He is also a doctor, it sounded like. Um, so he's like super proud of his son in law. So then I was like, Oh, maybe I have it wrong. Maybe it's actually his dad because he's so oh, proud I of thought him. he was being like really sarcastic. Oh, no, I think it was like, uh, like they don't normally share feelings, so it's awkward for them. But he was like, okay. I am actually proud of you, though, by the way. I know I haven't told you that since like. You graduated medical school, but like I'll say it again and then maybe again in yeah. 10 years, but probably not because <laughs> I'm gonna die. Um, you know, that's spoiler <laughs> spoiler for five minutes from now. <laughs> um, and also, an episode that came out in 2000, so yeah, so is it, it is really a, a spoiler? <laughs> yes, you had the time. You could have found some time to fucking watch this, okay? Yeah. Um, so, like, everything seems pretty normal. Dad, whoever's dad he is, he's a dad, and he is going to have a little sleepover. Grandpapa is sleeping over. 
Because he had one too many whiskeys at the award ceremony, and he keeps taking fucking family photos of everyone. Everyone's really annoyed with him. They're like, Grampy, enough with the fucking whiskey, okay? He's, he's I... taken like 600 pictures. He's drunk. Mans is drunk. He's expressing yeah. emotion. You know, it's just not. He'll do that to Not me. normal. <laughs> no, definitely not, not for Grandpa. Normal. No, he is not an emotional man, but got a couple Jim Beams in him. He's like, I'm ready to tell you, I actually kind of like you, son or son in law. We're not oh, sure. I'm going to say, sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, everything's like pretty normal, normal night. They're celebrating, they're having a great time, they're a happy little family. And then um, the doctor and his wife go to bed and Grandpapa is staying over. So he goes to go into the spare room and when he pulls down the covers to get into bed, go Betty by, there is a dirt. What is happening? I don't know. It's just how it's going to go, okay? Um, That's fine. I love this. I'll just sit and listen. <laughs> um, there's like a dirt imprint of a cat, I think. Or a body. It's a human. It's a human? It kind of looks like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, a human then. I thought it was better as a cat. Yeah, but then a cat would be dying and that I don't like that at all. That's fair. Um, so this like obviously spooks him because he's like, why is there a dirt pile on my bed? Um, and then he turns around and this very scary man is behind him. Um, yeah. So that's not good. This seems like a very gory and violent episode of X-Files, which I know we've it been really is. But this one is, it's a lot. I think that, like, I think that they, like, were trying to kind of remind us that, like, X-Files can be scary, you know? Especially, like, now that they actually have, like, the graphics to make it really scary. They're like, wait, we're, we're (laughs) still, like, scary, though, you know? Yeah, I don't, he was not, he's not my favorite personal pop-up. He's like a really bad sleep paralysis demon from the South. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, because we go, they the alarm start, starts going off um, in the doctor and his wife's bedroom, and I believe just wakes them up. I don't, or I don't know if they even fell asleep yet, but it goes off, and it said that like motion was sensed in the first floor or whatever so the dad goes to go check it out and yep his his grandpapa is hanging from the ceiling and i believe there's like blood all over him and there is the word thief written on the wall in his blood just chilling spilled spilled (laughs) t-h-e-e-f yeah um so he's like what the fuck obviously calls 911 calls the cops everything like that but he's like 
shook. Um, so blame him. <laughs> yeah, that's our entrance. Um, we go to Mulder and Scully, who are here investigating, and they're Imagine. talking their normal spiel. They do bring it up, though, that I think is kind of, like, I don't want to say meta, but, like, it is a little bit. Um, And I feel, I don't know if you're getting these TikToks on your TikTok, but it'll be, like, a girlfriend complaining about how her head hurts, and then she will verbalize the word that her boyfriends are about to say, and he goes, what the fuck? He's like, that's your response every single time. Like, my head hurts. Oh, have you drank water today? Like, yeah but that's like their version of this conversation like scully doesn't understand why this is an x-file doesn't know why the fuck they're here apparently she keeps surprising Mulder. Mulder keeps surprising her i don't remember um but yep they're there scully's not happy about yeah. it <laughs> well so this is the thing this is why scully surprised Mulder is because Mulder brings up the possibility that this, or not even the possibility, I mean, the the fact that this is obviously Hexcraft, and this is right. someone putting a hex on someone else, and that's the only explanation, so, you know, just get with it. And Scully yeah. goes, totally, I 100% agree with you. And yep. she's definitely being sarcastic, but Mulder's like, I just... You always keep me guessing. I love you. And yeah, and I love you. Um, (laughs) They go on to, you know, start investigating. Scully's going to do the autopsy. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, Knew you guys couldn't get that one. And then (laughs) we go to like an apartment building um, where this man is the man that was behind grandpapa before he died he's making these hex dolls and they're like little woven like fucking i don't know they're so scary they i think they're made of like something like burlap yeah and then stuffed with whatever personal items they need to be stuffed with and then depending on how he wants the person to die he'll like like i think we see the one that's for the, the grandpapa and it has like rope around it Mm -hmm. to signify um hanging but yeah yeah he's in an apartment building it's dark and dingy um he's concocting something right and his he's also like muttering yeah so scary he's like old Petey will fix you right up yeah i think that's his name too right Petey oral Petey Oh, sorry. I'm still going to call him Sleep Paralysis Demon Man because that... That's fine. I've been calling him Old Petey. Perfect. I mean, that's more correct. (laughs) But Um, apparently he's, like, not allowed to be cooking in his apartment? Yeah, because it's, like, just a room. So, like, think, like, dorm style and stuff. Like, you're not supposed to have hot plates and, like, things like that because they could cause a fire. So it's probably, like... There's probably, like, a communal kitchen or something, so he, like, can't cook in his room because it yeah. could start a fire. Oh, and then he tells his landlord to come back later because he noticed that her back is hurting. 
he was like, I noticed that you're walking weird. Um, and I'll, I'll fix you right up. So come back later. Yeah. And she's like, um, okay. Um, yeah. He, Cause he tells her sh- he's making medicine. Yeah. He's, he's not like, I'm cooking. not cooking. Yeah. It's not edible. And she's it like, it smells fucking bad. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, does it smell like a, something that you would eat? And it, meanwhile, it's probably like, I can only assume rotting flesh, you know? Mm. And she's like, well, no, I don't really. It's mm. not particularly making me hungry, but um, just wasn't sure because it smells like something's on fire. I think I need a, like more assistance than I get. So... <laughs> I bought better than bouillon yesterday and it was like caramelized onion and I'm like you said burning flesh and now I'm like that's the next one <laughs> flesh flavored bouillon oh my god disgusting that's really gross just a vegan being cannibalistic right it's like how they have the chicken one but it's actually vegan they'll make yeah. a new one that's flesh but it's Actually, still vegan yeah. don't worry yeah don't worry um, did i ever tell you when i was at, at johnson and wales and like in the culinary program that i would tell people that i would become a cannibal before eating meat again and it would really freak them out but also <laughs> probably true like they were just rude and like i guess i've never met a fucking vegan before and would yeah. like ask really weird questions so that that was my answer because I don't well, like people. <laughs> that's one way to not make friends in college. Good job. Oh, I didn't. I have one friend. And oh, I didn't. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I love you, even though you're a fucking weirdo. See, I yeah. I that's all that matters. The They're not cool enough for you, anyways. Yeah, I'm so cool. You're so cool. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Um, Scully is doing the autopsy, as I said, and Mulder comes to her and is like, the dirt, it's not just any dirt, it's graveyard dirt, so it's, like, super magical. And she's like, okay, sure, great, thank you for spending time and fucking, thank you for spending resources and time to test this fucking dirt. That's great. Um, she's like, well, meanwhile, I discovered that this body has a flesh eating disease. So, um, and like a very rare one at that. Very rare. It's called, uh, Kurt Kuru. Kuru. Yeah. Um, which is a disease that you get from eating other people's brains. Yay. Woo. I think I did learn about that in pathology, but. I think I've learned about that before. Um, So Grandpapa's brain shows signs of this. It's like a disease that no one's seen in ages. And even then, like, it wasn't in the U.S. It was in cannibalistic, like, tribes, you know? like Yeah, I think they said something about New Guinea, but... Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Scully is like, I don't know how he got this thing like I don't know how he caught this um makes no sense but obviously it was causing him to go crazy and he slit his throat and then jumped off the balcony and hung himself so 
Um, he definitely killed himself. Like, investigation closed, you know? It's, like, tragic, but if he had this, like, rare form of essentially dementia, then who knows what he was thinking, you know? Um, Not good enough for Mulder, though. (laughs) No, not happening. Like, Mulder half goes along with it, but he's like, hmm, but probably what happened is that disease was given to him and then he did do the self-inflicted things but like mm-hmm. it's not all self-inflicted there's magic yeah. somewhere um and then <laughs> so the next night um the rest of the family comes home and or the wife comes home and she looks and there's an empty picture frame at the top of the, the stairs. So someone like took their family photo. Um, yeah. And then just put the frame back on the wall. Yeah, and that's, that's a big old yuck for me. see that old Petey is watching her as she's telling her right. husband like, hey, someone like who took this photo? Like, why <laughs> is it gone? And he was like, oh, the detectives must have taken it for some reason. Maybe they needed it for evidence. Like, whatever. Um, It's probably fine. And... Not fine. (laughs) It's not fine. But later that (laughs) night, he's, you know, the dad's back home. And he talks to his wife saying that Grandpapa had uh, this rare form of dementia and that, like, you know, it's tragic, but that he doesn't think that anyone's, like, out to get them, that it's just, like, a horrible thing that happened. Um, yeah. And then they go to go to bed, and he has a, <laughs> all my notes say dirt cat, because I thought it was a cat. <laughs> There's a dirt cat in his bed. Perfect. Um... And he's like freaking this is out about a this crossover with cats. The play, yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> Julia and I, you can't see, but we are in full cats attire right now. We're ready to do yeah. a musical for you, so just stay tuned for afterwards. In the darkness, yes, <laughs> we're starting the, up our Patreon. The bonus, <laughs> the bonus episode. Uh, <laughs> Um, wow, we're on something tonight. I know. This is fun. <laughs> I don't know what this was referring to, but my notes say, what is old PD doing? I'm not sure. Um, um, I think I do know what it was probably referring to. Because he's, like, at their pool with this new... um. We're going to call it a voodoo doll, hex doll. They refer to it as a poppet eventually, but he's like outside of their house at their pool doing, he's, he's talking to it. Um, and the wife just starts sprouting lesions, not legions, lesions. And like, it's very disturbing. She like falls over. The husband is above her. And I guess, the daughter like right as soon as that happens walks into the room right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and um so he's like obviously is like call 911 they drive her to the hospital or get her to the hospital 
Um, and as this doctor is like trying to save his wife's life and figure out also like what's going on with her, Mulder is like, this is probably a good time to pitch the fact that this is witchcraft. Um, that's probably the best time for him to handle that information. Yep. He's in a really stable, good place right now. So totally open for that. Um, yeah. He's and, super open to anything that's not science. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he tells the doctor this and the doctor's like, you expect me to believe that like my, my wife is being like, controlled by voodoo magic from like you know he i don't know but whatever and Mulder's like well actually like i'm thinking it's gonna be more like scott irish like or like flashing you know like that's that's kind of more the magic hexing that we're talking about so like just just a small correction but yeah um and the doctor is basically like, until you have actual fucking science, get the hell away from me because I'm trying to save my wife. Um, bye. And so he goes back to looking at the MRIs for his wife and trying to figure out what's going on when old Petey shows up and basically tells him that... um like he is out to get him because of what he did to Lynette Petey and the doctor is like I don't know who that is I don't know what you're talking about he's like yes you do um and basically it's like you owe me because of that um so he's like you're a smart man you'll figure it out right yeah like smart man does something and he'll get it and I'm surprised you haven't gotten it yet but you stole yeah. something. Right. Um, and like, so the doctor immediately goes and tries to search anyone with that name. He can't find anyone, not only that he's treated treated with that name, but uh, throughout the whole hospital, like no doctors have seen a patient with that name. So then they go and search the Jane Doe files. And there's three people that have come up in the last two years that are considered Jane Doe's. Um, and one of them was a Jane Doe who ended up passing and who came in. Um, well, actually, I don't think we get all this information, so I'll stop. Um, <laughs> because he just pulls he pulls that file and he looks at the evidence bags and pulls out like a little ribbon. And it says, I forget what the whole quote is, but the end of it says, thief of man's heart and it's t-h-e-e-f yeah so um so at least probably, you know he's on the right track but yeah um he's old old Petey is back making little dolls when the landlady comes back and asks for um more of the POTUS that he made her to help with her back. She was like, it is amazing. I feel so much better. Um, and she's like, what is in this though? Cause like, it's really stinky. Like it's really <laughs> gr- And he just goes, stinky is good. And like shuts the door. I'm like, what the fuck? 
Um, (laughs) That's going to be my new motto. I love it. And then they go to San Francisco and we meet this magic lady who basically schools them about, you know, dark magic and things like that. Sorry, I just hit the mic so hard. Um, Punched it. And so she's explaining to them, they're basically like, how would someone hex someone with like a specific disease? Because he is, it's not like he's just like sending a general curse to them, you know, like he's being very intentional about what happens to these people. So she's like, well, and in order to do that, they would need hair from the victim um, and like a a photo of them and like something else. I forget what she said. And she says basically to stop this, you would need to um, find out what the person doing the hexes like sacred object is. And that's how you're able to stop them. Or at least, yeah. like, diminish their power. Um, Sounds like a big, fat fucking order. Right? She's like, just figure out what is important to this person who you don't know at all. And then kill yeah. it. Good. Okay. I would give up right there. I'd be like, okay. Um, <laughs> give me so, brain process. Back um, at the hospital, Petey is there, old Petey. And he is trying to get something from the vending machine, but he, like, can't figure out how it works. And the guard is like, you have to put the money in. Like, what are you doing? And he pulls something out, and he's like, popping corn. Yum. And then is like, immediately, like, why is it not popcorn yet? And the guy's like, dude, you have to put it in the fucking microwave. What? Um. So he's like, oh. I get to use the microwave. I'm so excited. I've heard about these forever. Oh, so excited. Good, good day. Microwaves. You can't figure out how to mic- like work the microwave almost instantly. Yeah. I, you know, a lot of drunk college girls cannot successfully microwave a bag of popcorn. I know yeah. because I've lived in a dorm where every fucking night someone set off the goddamn fire alarm because they were trying to make fucking popcorn or ramen in the microwave. So this is not usually like day one with the microwave kind of adventure. He's really good. He is very talented. Yeah. Um, The microwave I had before my new one, I had to look up how to like do like enter your own time amount because there wasn't a time cook button. You had to press, like, the power button and then press something in, which is not intuitive at all. Right. And I've, looked, I've done microwaves for a long time. So. I know microwaves, so. <laughs> um, so, still at the hospital, we go and visit mom, who is feeling better. I still haven't learned her name. I don't really need it. It's fine. Um... So she's feeling better, and she's like, why do I still have to do an MRI? And they're like, we need to make sure that, like, nothing else is going on, and we want to figure out how this happened. Um, So she goes into the MRI at the same time as Petey starts, like, microwaving his popcorn and then gets a brilliant idea and puts the fucking hex doll 
into the microwave. And so while she's in the, this is my worst nightmare, by the way. I, this, I was this is just going to say that. This, like, is, this is what, is what I, I think about. Like MRIs. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I think about when I'm in the MRI machine. So yep. um, just in case. Or like accidentally not knowing that you have metal in your body. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, the sound alone is like terrifying. And that's why I feel like every time I've had one, I'm like crying. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's, it's really it's bad. Fun. I, I have only, uh, like the last couple times I've had like the open air ones or whatever, the ones that are like spacious oh, and I still have a panic attack. So nice. It, it doesn't matter. It's still the beeping and everything. It still feels so claustrophobic. Um, it's yeah. so scary, but anyways, mm, poor mm-hmm. mom, she is crispy. She's very cooked. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and she did. <laughs> she's she's dead. She's she microwaved. Well done. Um, Ew. Ew. And they tell the doctor that the word thief was branded on her chest. Ugh, so, so now this man is finally like, okay, this is fucking personal. Like this is not this is not random. Um, so he figures out, um, and tells Mulder that Lynette, Lynette Petey was a victim who came in as a Jane Doe and she was in a bus rollover accident and she was one of like many, many, many patients coming in at the same time because of this huge accident they were all like triaging people at the same time and just trying to get everyone stable. Um, and this particular woman was in it, like so bad off um, and was just like in so much pain and screaming. Everyone knew that she was going to die. Um, and that like essentially she it just depended on how long she would suffer. Um, but like yeah. they knew, like he was like, they were losing so much blood. We couldn't get enough oxygen into her. Like w- there was nothing that we could do. And so um, the doctor decided that he would just basically spare her the pain and overdosed her on morphine. Um, yeah. And he, I'm sure like, felt horrible about it but at the same time like as a doctor I think it's the right thing to do yeah he like fully was like no I'm I'm doing the right thing like I'm sure it's hard no matter what but like yeah you're you know if you're so sure that this is the humane and right thing to do then of course you're gonna do it and like you know I'm sure if there was even a chance that he could have saved her he wouldn't have done that but like in his world there was no other like all he knows is medicine and he's like I can't save her so yeah um like plus logistically I guess or reasonably if there were a lot of people that came in then if he tried to spend time saving her knowing that it was going to be difficult He's wasting his time. 
he's like wasting other people's chances of surviving right like it's just not really the the best decision unfortunately so yeah i mean it is i mean giving her morphine is the best decision but um not not too not too old man (laughs) yeah he doesn't agree um and so this is why he like feels that this doctor stole him um his family and like that's why he's out to destroy the doctor's family so um while this is going on the landlady knocks on the door because she is now uh fucking like addicted to this whatever potion she's like bro my back has never felt this good i i need more immediately every night please i get it um i would yeah so she's like knocking on his door and she's like hello i just really wondering if you have more pain meds please um she goes in and then sees someone like under the covers in the bed she's like oh my god i'm so sorry like i knocked and i i didn't know you were home and they don't answer so she's like this is really weird um and also it doesn't look like pd there's like like tufts like of so white small. hair coming out and it's like tiny yeah. so she like pulls the sheet up and it is fully just a skeleton um yeah. a decomposing like skeleton yeah um so that's not great and does he show up at that time does he catch the landlord and landlord in his apartment i believe so i thought so too because Um, i believe she ends up getting the same flesh-eating disease and then i think um i think while they're watching the news somewhere the newscaster like says something about a woman contracting this very very rare disease and they're like oh fuck um another one (laughs) yeah i think she got like streptococcus or something like that but like yeah like a very maybe but like a really rare version that was like wild but um yeah so at this point the agents are like okay we don't know what to do but like we need to get you guys somewhere safe so they take them to um a faraway little cabin little retreat after your whole family died um to sequoia national park looks gorgeous um yeah how lovely but so Scully brings them and she's with them as Mulder continues to investigate. Um, after Mulder sees the, the daughter news, is still with them. Yes. Okay. Um, but Mulder figures out what, like where he lives, where old Petey lives, because obviously he saw the news with the landlady. So, um, he runs there and unfortunately it's too late like old pd is already gone he took all his stuff and he is probably on his way to where scully is um and he also finds the skeleton but now there's no head there was a head before but now there's no head um 
And we also learned that it is Lynette's, right? I think so, yeah. I don't know if that was ever really, like, talked about that much, but yeah, probably. Um, okay. But it is. So, because, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, Old PD is watching, like, waiting in the shadows, and he's got the fucking head with him, and he's like, just simmer down. We'll be we'll be there soon. Um, and they hear him try to break into the house, and so Scully is like, "Everybody, like, run upstairs, like, go!" And Scully grabs her gun and is ready to fight off this guy. Um, when all of a sudden she's like, "I can't fucking see," like she's literally blinded. So she tries just, like, blindly shooting at him. I think that's an interesting technique. Um, But she completely misses, and old Petey comes up to her and is like, can't hurt a man who's got nothing. So he obviously is not deterred by Scully's attempts to shoot him, and he goes up to where the dad and daughter are, hiding upstairs um and he pulls out their doll gross. and basically just does like just talks to the doctor and is like you better fucking remember like you need to remember my daughter's name and he's yeah. like no i never i never forgot i never knew her name she was like always jane doe to me i i thought i was helping like i didn't mean to do anything i thought i was helping her because she was in so much pain and I just like it felt like the humane thing to do and old Petey is like but I could have fucking saved her and you took that from me like you're a thief and then you buried her without even a name or anything like that um so like in his mind they just didn't they they stole his daughter um yeah or at least didn't do enough to like locate her yeah. name or family. And he starts pushing the blade of a knife into the doll, causing Gross. the doctor to like basically have a heart attack. So he is on the floor. Um, he's not di- he's not dead, but he is like actively having a heart attack. Um yeah. when thankfully Mulder arrives and he sees one of the dolls outside that has had nails stuck through the eyes, right? So it's Scully's doll. Right. As he's walking into the cabin, Scully shoots old Petey. And this essentially ends the hex. The doctor's okay. Scully can see again. Um, and, you know, they kind of end there and scene, if you will later in like the closing scene Mulder and Scully are talking about it and Scully's like you know if I was that doctor I would have done the same thing like I would have overdosed that patient on morphine because it's the right thing to do and up until today like I had no problems living with that because I knew that it was the right thing to do and Mulder's like well like what what about now and she's like maybe they're are things that I don't know about and I'm not considering and I just I think that I'm doing the right thing but there's other 
possibilities out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mulder was like, you do always keep me guessing, which was cute. I like their banter a lot it this was. episode. I know. They're so cute. Babies. They also do ship Lynette's body back to Appalachia. Yeah. So it can be... I guess so the rest of the family can do whatever it wants with it. Because they tracked yeah. her down because she got a vaccine, right? She got inoculated, but yeah. she didn't have any for like childhood vaccines. So mm-hmm. um, PD wasn't making it easy to locate anything about the family, but that's right. That's um, very common, unfortunately. Um, a sad extended family that that we learn about in psychology. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything fun? Um, you can go first if you have anything. Okay, I do. Um, so the guy that plays Petey, his name is Billy Drago. Drago, I don't know. Um, but apparently his back gave out during filming and caused him a shit ton of pain, and he attributed this to using a genuine voodoo chant in one of the scenes and ironically as soon as they wrapped up filming his back stopped hurting which Hmm. is fucking gross fucking nasty um and they also won an emmy for outstanding makeup for a series for this episode nice um and i think i think that's all i have Yes, that is all I have. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much either. This was written by um, or directed by Kim Manners. Um, and um, I think that, like, it definitely shows. He's definitely the, like, horror movie fanatic. Like, this honestly views as, like, a horror movie. Like, it is pretty scary. Yeah. It's pretty legit. Like, the plot is all really good. And I feel like they didn't try to do, like, too much either. Like, they just kept it simple. Whereas sometimes X-Files is, like, you know, those, like, 75 ideas that we were looking for uh, that we, like, wanted to put in an episode. What if we put them all in the same episode, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, like, great reviews. I think it's a great episode. Yeah. I I would be okay with forgetting it again <laughs> <laughs> and then rewatching. mainly yeah mainly just because it, it's icky like it's a good watch but it's fucking icky yeah um but yeah okay are you ready for next week's yeah okay so season seven episode 15 is on ami Hopefully that's the correct pronunciation. Probably not. Don't rat us out if it isn't. Uh, A boy is miraculously cured of his cancer without medical treatment. After Scully visits the boy and his family, she is met by the cigarette-smoking man, and he offers Scully the chance to obtain the cure for all cancer in exchange for going on a trip with him to get the cure and keeping the trip a secret from Mulder. Whoa. I, if this is the episode I think it is, I don't like this episode. Okay. Like, it's a good background information one, but I don't 
I mean, I don't like CGB at all. He's oh, really? He's my favorite. I love him. Oh my god, I know. (laughs) Great, great character, and yeah, um, very sweet, and just has a heart of gold. So nice guy. So cute. Such a (laughs) baby. All right. Um, Yeah. So you can catch us next episode and follow us on Instagram at UFO Party Pod. And <laughs> you can. I really don't know how to do the shortened version of this. I know. Um, send, us, send us UFO stories. Send us cryptid stories. We do have a backlog of episodes on our Patreon, which is free now, and you can go check those out. You can donate to us through our coffee link, which is in our link tree and all of our bios and buy merch and that's about it yay and stay safe stay spooky bye bye